Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Morning Woodroom. I am Earl. This is Travis. How's it going, folks? All right. Hey, how's it going this morning? Uh, good. Um, yeah, just uh, on my lunch break right now, and because I'm that dedicated to the show. Wow, that is fantastic. That's terrible. I'm uh, enjoying my morning coffee and uh, just uh, looking out on a frosty, frosty morning. There is a, a thin layer of ice on top of everything. It got down to 22 degrees uh, this morning. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to have to. You want to know how cold it got this morning? How cold? 45. Ooh. Damn. How do you guys Yeah. That's terrible. Anyway. Uh how was your weekend? Uh it's good. I I didn't do a whole lot. Actually, I didn't do nothing. I didn't say a whole lot. I didn't do anything at all. I uh I pulled out my, my barbecue. Yeah. And, uh uh-huh, and some uh, grilled some hamburgers. And I uh, went to the movies and saw Megan. Yeah? How was that? I thought it was good. I thought it was as good as Child's Play. Really? Yeah. Because mm. uh, I heard they put most of their production money in the doll. They, like, they didn't spend that much money on anything else. Yeah. The, well, the doll is amazing. And... Uh, but if you know, I I know that they're they're redoing like uh, they're making like a Chucky series, or they're doing you know Child's Play movies, yeah. and and with with the kind of you know uh, technology that we have now for AI, I think that you know this movie is totally believable, and uh, and it's uh, it, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, who, uh, who who made it? Was it Blumhouse or? Yeah, yeah, Blumhouse Universal. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, like, do you see it as like a new horror franchise or? No? Yes, I could see them. You know, it's uh very similar to Child's. I mean, well. So with with Child's Play, it looked like they were going to do one and done, right? Yeah. And then they were able to do Child's Play 2. Well, because of the type of AI that she is, it's very easy to do more of these movies. Mm. And if you see it, you'll see what I mean. So... Is she just like a doll, or is she like can she like does she get older or no? No, she is just a doll. Stays the same age. Because mm. uh, I was thinking, remember that that creepy movie uh, Splice? Yeah, where that the alien was like a baby, and then it turned into a, like a teenager in a matter of months. And the yeah. guy ended up having sex with her, and ugh. yeah. So here's the thing: whoever wrote that movie, Splice, if they have kids, 
they need to be taken away from that guy right now. You're not even joking. I'm not even joking. One guy's sitting there and he's like, oh man, I got a hamster. But I, you know what I really wish? I wish that hamster would grow up and I could... <laughs> <laughs> and so then he's like, ah, I got a baby, and a baby is just like having a hamster. <laughs> Can't wait till this thing gets older. That's <laughs> like uh, Lazar in um, Your Highness. I was looking at you as a baby, and I was thinking, <laughs> wow, same day I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just wrong. Yeah. Uh, but um, also... I went in and uh, I was looking for something to watch on TV, and I rewatched uh, the Wolverine and X Two. Mm, nice. And there's parts about the Wolverine that are good, and the ending is complete shit. Yeah, like but the bolt the bolt train scene is really good. It is. It's a lot of fun. But X two is still as it's X two is still really good. It still holds up. Mm-hmm. It really does because uh, Brian Cox is amazing. He is. He is. Well, did you hear they had uh, interview a uh, Hugh Jackman, and he said working with a Brian Singer was. He he didn't trash him, but he said there are things that there's people that are going to be scarred for life. What happened on that movie set? Yeah, there's things that that probably you couldn't get away with now, you know. But but that like that that's probably the way it is with with a lot of movie sets back in the day. You know what I mean? The way Steven Spielberg shoots the movies with his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> because because he does that thing you know where you, you hold both of your hands up and it looks like you're looking through a picture frame yeah right so he's trying to see what the what the scope is going to look like so he has his pants down and he uses his pecker to kind of like over there over there you know like you got a point where it has it uh, George Lucas reenacted a uh, lightsaber duel with uh, his penis he did the exact same thing yeah yeah. Except it was like um That's why Obi Wan Kenobi's is all short and shriveled toward the end of the first Star Wars. Ah. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know that. Yeah, pe- people thought that uh Obi Wan Kenobi just didn't have uh, you know he was losing his force, but it was a well known fact. Yeah. He was just reenacting uh, the dub fight. Yeah. Um. Shall we get into the news? All right, everybody, it's time. This is what you're waiting for. It's time for the motherfucking news. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, these aren't really like news, but I mean, I seen them this week. This was the only thing that I seen this weekend. That it is the biggest part of my weekend. That's how it's sad my weekend. Um, 
Did you see the new Renfield trailer? Yes. They showed it right before Megan. That looks really good. It really does. And they didn't even show Nicolas Cage at all, except for until the very end. Until the very end, and he's like, let's eat. Yeah. Well, who knew? Because uh, back in season one, I said some Nicolas Cage is going to be Dracula. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's another Travis of Wright. I hate to hate to pat myself in the back, but hey, don't don't hate patting yourself on the back because that's what gives this show validity. Is when we're able to come back from three years of this is going to happen, and then it actually does happen. So, if I can give any words of advice, it would say. Never miss an opportunity to pat yourself on the back and also never miss an opportunity to lotion up your hand and pat yourself on the front as well. So that's right. Um, and knowing yeah. that's the battle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Renfield, it looks, it looks really promising. It does. And you know what this could do? I mean, just by just by accident, if they took this formula, you could actually do that dark universe that Universal wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, instead of making the dark universe that they oh, they wanted to do a Marvel universe with, with the Universal Monsters. Instead, you started off with Renfield, right? And it's funny, okay? Now you do like the same kind of thing, same formula with a werewolf, with Frankenstein, and you just go down down the road, and then you do an Avengers type crossover where you have all these characters and they have to defeat an even bigger bad guy, you know? Jethulu. Exactly. Exactly. And how funny would it be to see Dracula fighting a Cthulhu? You know, you say, well, that sounds ridiculous. Well, that's something you've never seen before. It's it's almost like that George Carlin bit. You didn't see it until you saw it. <laughs> see a guy running a, taking a shit, running at full speed. <laughs> yeah. And then you say, I never saw that before. Well, now you've seen it. So... That's um, that's what I think. I think they could start a dark universe off of this. <clears throat> yeah, I, well, I was about to say, is this? It's a. I don't think it's a universal movie, though. Is it? It is. It is. Okay. Yep. Okay. Well, that totally makes sense, and they could do that. Yeah. Yes. And it's good you keep Nicholas Cage's Dracula because he's a. Uh, uh, don't want to say uh, washed up, but he's just—he's washed up. He's at least yeah. expecting Dracula. You would ever think? Well, at this point, he would be Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man, right? Yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. was basically washed up, and but now here he is—you know, the biggest star in the world. So, like, who, who, if not Nicolas Cage, who would you have as Count Dracula? 
let's see. Okay, so the great question. I'm gonna go, but all right. So okay, so now this might be a little bit off, but I'm I actually have a tape of um oh what's his name um the butler from Batman. Uh, Michael, Michael Caine. Yeah, I have tape of Michael Caine playing uh, playing Dracula, and so I think it would go a little bit like this. Okay, let me let me find the tape. Okay. Hello, children of the night. I can hear them calling. They're calling my name. I, the one that walks in the darkness, they call me Count Dracula. Wow. That was great. That was a good tape. Yeah, that was, was a good tape. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I got another tape over here. It's uh, Jason Statham as Renfield. Hey. Hey. My name is Renfield. Yeah, I watch after Dracula, I do. Yeah. He's he's kind of a bastard. Sometimes I call him a gun. <laughs> but yeah, it might be a shitty job. But that's all right. I get paid in spiders and bitches. That's right. I'm Jason Statham. I'm playing Redfield. Wow, I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> Get bitten, spiders and bitches. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> um, the other trailer I seen that uh, Evil Dead. I saw that too, and that, it looked good. That looks really good. Yeah. Um, I, I have I, no idea if um, Bruce Campbell is going to show up, but. I don't think he's involved with it at all. Yeah. It's like his own little separate thing. Yeah. Well, after they bring me the Evil Dead back in 2013, I don't know why they didn't follow up with that. Because that was a really good remake. I thought. Uh, I really, I enjoyed that one. I thought it was, uh, it was scary. I thought that it had a lot of good gore. And I was ready to see. Uh, apparently, I guess maybe I don't know if it made money or not because everybody I talked to really likes that that movie. You know, they they all appreciate how how gory and scary it was. So, yeah. Plus, uh, the end scene where it's just raining blood. It's really uh, uh it, like, yeah, what would like, put it over the top is if they played Slayer's Brain Blood. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um and, you know, I mean as far as you know a scary movie is like a roller coaster ride, and that one was a lot of fun because it had you know, it had all the beats of the original and uh, it had a twist at the end where the girl is the hero. And 
and it was just it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. So uh, I'm I'm not sure why they didn't continue it, but I'm glad that they're it's coming back again. And uh, I'll probably be seeing this one all by myself because I know. Well, actually, no. Uh, I have now. I got two people in the family. I'll, I'll probably the whole family. I'll probably go see this one now instead. So yeah. Well, I mean. Rebecca might not go see it, but Serenity would definitely go see it with her, right? She definitely would. She definitely would. Uh, I took her to see Megan, so mm. she liked it as well. Was Megan uh, rated R or PG-13? It's, uh, I think it's, you know what? I don't, I don't recall. I, that might have been PG-13. Yeah. But... <laughs> No, but it, you I know, know my I, policy on horror movies. It has I to be R. I thought it was R. I didn't see any nudity, but uh, but it had it had blood in it. So I don't think you want to see nudity when little kids are involved. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> hey, what can I say? You know, yeah. no. Uh, there's a scene where uh, this bully steals the doll. And he throws her down, and he takes her shoe off. And I'm like, uh-oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> but, uh... And she's like, you're messing with my built-in pencil sharpener. Ah! Well, they had, there was a rough draft of uh, the movie Megan. Uh, it was around an Irish um, Sc- or a Scottish uh Doll. Here we go. Yeah, it's called uh, Brian. And, oh, uh, I think uh, I think we have a clip of uh, or here's here's a rough draft of it. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Ooh. everybody, ah, they call me Brian. Ah, I'm an AI doll, and I'm. Recreating the legendary singer from the band, ACDC. Ooh. So come on, everybody. Get your Megan dolls together. Get your AI dolls together. Get your Brian doll. Hold it up. Ooh. Because we're going to connect together. And we're going to sing a song. We're going to sing a song. Ooh. We're going to sing a song. Huh. We're gonna sing a song. All connected. (laughs) (laughs) Does it mess up your voice like a lot? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Like your voice is shot. No, I'm. All I gotta do is take a drink of coffee. I can go back. (laughs) (laughs) You ever do uh, Brian and John them for your guys at work? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, yeah they 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 get a kick out of it, but uh, it's it's great. Yeah, usually just me talking will get them uh, everybody laughing. Mm. Okay, so like today we were talking. Uh, I mean, yesterday we were talking about how uh, this guy was going to prison. All right, and so uh, he was going to prison, but he shoved his cell phone in his butt. Mm. 
like to be outside of work. The problem is, is that when you get into prison, the first thing they make you do is bend over and spread your cheeks. So he bent over and a phone popped out. And so there was a story about how they found a guy sneaking a phone into prison. And so we all started wondering, you know, what would your ringtone be? You know, uh, here comes the boom. Hit me with your best shot. You know, um, the, the, the problem is, is, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you had the phone in your butt and you accidentally had, you know, some unwanted love coming your way, that guy might accidentally dial somebody for you. You know what I mean? Like, beep, 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 bop, bop, beep, bop, bop. Oh, what'd you do? Uh, you just dialed somebody. It, mine would be the Gummy Bears theme song. <laughs> the Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Just to see the the warden's face, like, what? Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's that's what we laugh about at work because mm. stuff like that. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you always do your Jets Ventura farm, right? They uh, no, I've never done. I don't think I've done the, the governor for them. Oh, still on? Yeah, once in a while, I'll uh, I'll break out some Stallone, Michael and Kane. No, no, I, I I haven't done Michael Caine for him. Oh, you're st- you're sitting on a whole bunch of untapped potential. Did you hear that? I did. Thank you, the uh, the supervisor back there, <laughs> the the producer back there. You can talk to when you you're allowed to talk. <laughs> speak when you're spoken to. Yeah, yeah. Speak when you're spoken to, Winch. Come make my burrito. <laughs> um, I don't know if this is really news, but I just thought it was interesting. Do you know there's a, there's they just got done rapping? They wrote the Joker got pregnant. Well, all right. So uh, I'm actually familiar with this. What this particular comic? What this comic is doing is uh, this comic makes fun of. Uh, the old, uh, the old comics, like the what they call the golden age, back when Batman wore a rainbow suit or Batman was Mexican because he had a fashion, he had a sombrero on top of his horns, and that uh, yeah, and so they used to do a lot of like this ridiculous like humor stuff, right? And then at the end you find out that Joker just had Thanksgiving dinner and it's actually a food baby. And so what they did is uh, they, they make these, the, I think it's the news. They're having a slow news day. Like they don't care about that. The world is falling to shit and inflation is at 13%. So instead we're going to piss off the public by saying that, a comic book company is making the Joker a pregnant woman, which mm. is not the fact. It's actually the Joker has just got a big food baby. So uh, the the news is doing its best to keep people distracted while they continue to hammer us in the ass while we have a cell phone stuck up there. <laughs> well, it wouldn't surprise me because uh, yeah, the, like slow news days, like, did, did you see um, 
Rolling Stone had a thing of 200 most powerful voices in music. And one of them was Brian Johnson. <laughs> uh, no, no, well, probably. I have a powerful voice. I gotta be Brian Johnson for this, is it? You know, I got the most powerful voice on this. Fire! And like, who do you think is the best singer and like the best voice? Ooh! Well, if you're asking me, I tell you who the best voice is in all of land. Ooh! I'm Brian Johnson, and I got the biggest voice. Fire! <laughs> yeah. But seriously, <laughs> I would put like Freddie Mercury at the top of the list, right? Ah, let me tell you something about Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, we're still going with that. Okay. You know, Freddie might be a little light on the feet. But I think you're correct. He's got one of those smooth voices. He can do opera. He can do it all. He can rock all night and he can have the ball. Yeah. Ooh. Freddie Mercury. He's got that. Ooh. He's got that. Ooh. He's got that. Fire. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. But yeah, uh, no, well, I would agree that the best singer is Freddie Mercury. Oh, he was. Go ahead. He was number, uh, I think, number 14. Oh, I'm gonna look it up um, right now. But uh, Beyonce was number eight. I don't even know who that is. Who? <laughs> what name is he in? Uh, she's in Destiny's Child, I think. Ooh, I never heard of Desmond's Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond's Chicken. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one's chicken. Hey, how would uh, that jingle go? For this chicken? Yeah. It would say, mm, how about something like, you know the place where I'd be sticking? Hmm. She's gonna get you a piece of Desmond's chicken. <laughs> I don't mess with no biscuits or rice. Just chicken, please. Make it nice. Desmond's chicken. It's for you. 
Desmond's chicken. I'll take two. Desmond's chicken. No biscuits here. Desmond's chicken. Put it in your rear. Number 20 and Marvin Gaye, 19 Sinatra, 18 Celia Cruz. I have no idea who the hell that is. 17 Elvis, 16 is Prince, 15 Bob Dylan, 14 Freddie Mercury, 13 Patsy Klein. Oh, 12 is John Lennon. I don't think so. 11, Low Richard. 10, Al Green. 9, Otis Redding. Uh, 8, Beyonce. 7, Stevie Wonder. 6, Ray Charles. Seven, uh, Mariah Carey, or no, no, five, Mariah Carey, four, Billy Holiday, three, Sam Cooke. I can see that, yeah, two, Whitney Houston, and number one, here we Aretha go, Aretha Franklin. Okay, so now this is why. Rolling Stone magazine is so out of touch. You know, Rolling Stone threw Patsy Klein in there, like, you know, like you'd throw a dog a bone. Than most of those ladies on that list. And... And but that's you know the good thing about lists is that they're subjective, right? So the fact that you're going to put Bob Dylan in in the top twenty, the Bob Dylan, yeah, I got higher than Elvis, and I sing like this. I wrote a song about a lamppost, and then I took a piss. Bob Dylan here, you know, uh. I I think that uh, they're just out of touch, you know. I mean, Elvis came along. He's like, "Hey, ho, her, how come Bob Dylan higher on the list than I am?" I'm telling you, I'm, I know karate. I'm gonna beat his dumb ass. Who ha? Who? John Lennon, number twelve. No. Hey, Paul. You know we're part of the Beatles. You know, uh, one of my most famous songs without the Beatles is uh, a Christmas tune that if you're playing this Christmas song and now it is Christmas, that if you play that and you go over to Earl's house, he'll beat you up and won't let you come in. True story. True story. Thank you. Hey, Paul, do you want to do Suck My Dick? I don't know, John. You think we have time? Uh, yeah. Well, that that list is terrible. There wasn't one 
except for Freddie Mercury, there wasn't any uh no Brian Johnson. That's depressing. No. Yeah. No Axel Rose. No Axel Rose. So coincidentally, when they did that list, they did not put Celine Dion in there at all. Well, she didn't even make the 200. If you look at the top 10, you'll notice that Celine Dion does not have the complexion to make the connection, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, what? He just said it. Oh, he just said it. Oh, yes. And remember, all hate mail can be sent to Travis Woodruff, care of 826 American Trail. Thank you. <clears throat> okay. Um so you know you hate there it when go. like uh you're you're getting a BJ from a girl. She's about to get sure. Yeah, or goes am, am I doing it good? And you're like, Yes, you're doing it fantastically. And then she goes, Are you telling me the truth? And then you say well, that's great. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I went that poor for that joke. Wow, pretty far. That's great. That's what yeah. I love about it. Man, I'm getting all this cardio. Yeah, yeah, you got so much cardio for running that far back for a joke. <laughs> Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Hit it. Well, it's time for the day. It's my favorite time. We've all the news in the MCUs, and then we'll be on our way. we got the Tabitha Hulk and the Mighty Thor, and when we get done, your mouth will be sore. Just here it is, and here it comes. This is the Marvel BJ. Uh, so, first up, there's early talks that when they're talking about the King Dynasty, yeah, it's going to be like the the Avengers now going to multiple universes, kind of like the time heist, but they're going to yeah. be going to across multiverses. Interesting. And yeah, that's, that's just in the early talks. But I'm wondering how that would play out. Well, there was a a brand new commercial for Ant-Man and the Wasp that played on Monday night during the the college football the thing celebration. Uh, but okay. uh, I haven't seen it yet because it came out uh, Monday night, and uh, I haven't Googled it yet, but. It's almost like it hasn't happened yet, but uh, I haven't seen it. But it's the it's a second trailer, lost, so oh, it might give nice. yeah, so it might give up a little more uh, info on what the uh, what the movie's about. So but again, uh, that well, King Dynasty is not for another two three years, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, so that means that, uh, and you said that it means that all the heroes could be going to other, other yeah. places. 
in multiverses and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And did you see uh did you see Miss Marvel? Um I didn't. Okay. So um apparently they can switch places somehow with uh each Miss Marvel can can go to the place where the last one was and they vice versa. So oh. if one of them goes into a multiverse, that could actually happen uh, because the Marvels is after uh Quantumania, that's the next movie to come out. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no guardians. Oh, is guardians the next? Yeah. Guardian comes out in May. Marvel comes out in July. Okay, I thought it was. I thought it was reversed. I thought it was reversed. So, so you think that's how they're going to bring back RDJ? I do. I I think if if they don't bring him back through uh, the King Dynasty, I'm well. I I feel that they will do it in Secret Wars. Either one of those. One of those is going to happen. But I feel that Secret Wars could end the same way as Endgame, just on a much bigger level. You know what I mean? Like, you know that one uh, where uh, they're doing the Avengers Assemble and, like, people from 300 show up and uh, and yeah. people from the Power Rangers show up and all Power these Rangers, things. TIE Fighters. Yeah, like that's what that's what Secret Wars might be. Mm. So that would be cool. Uh, that would be awesome. Shit, that's, I don't care if they did do it before in Endgame. I'd I'd like to see that happen. Wait, so. Like if you see if like a DeLorean just <laughs> come driving out and Hawkeye's on top of it. <laughs> yeah, riding a snow plow. <laughs> Yes, Jeremy Renner. No, not at all. Not at all. We did we talk about that last week. Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, he's in stable condition now, and uh, he's doing good. Um, he just celebrated his fifty second birthday in the hospital, and his mom and his sister came in to uh, give him a spa day, where they, uh, you know, tried to keep him as comfortable as possible, even though. He's got a lot of surgeries to go on his legs, so it's a it's a hell way to spend your fifty second birthday. Absolutely. So just remember. Well, well I mean, he, like um, that football player last week. Yeah. Like the one who had the heart attack on the field. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he could have been like that guy. He he got hit in the chest too hard and. Uh, and- he just he fell right over, had a heart attack. But well, they said it was like I don't know how the hell they know this, but they said it must have been like when the heart was between beats, and when he got hit. That's weird. Yeah, because I'm like, how the hell would they know that? But but they know. Yeah, they know. They know. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> um, 
Doctor Strange one director Scott Dickerson. Yeah. He's in talks to come back to direct Doctor Strange three. <laughs> Sam Raimi, they're like, okay, well, it didn't make the money we thought it would. You're you're out. It's like it didn't make a billion dollars. So yeah. it was almost there, but not quite. Well, I think they used Sam Raimi because the movie kind of was like, you know, it was like a horror movie. You know, you had a, a zombie fighting a witch, and that sounds like it's right up Sam Raimi's, you know, uh, his alley. But yeah. And then Black Bolt, like, blowing his brains out. That was a great scene. Yeah. But I think that after Spider-Man 3... I probably never would have gave Sam Raimi a job ever again. So, yeah. Well, the first first half wasn't that bad. It's not. It's not. And but like, when do you, at what point do you think that movie falls off the rails? Uh, when Sandman falls into the thing that makes him Sandman. Okay, it's at the very start. Oh, never mind. Okay, yeah, never mind. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's at the very start in the movie. Probably uh, the whole uh, everything from when when Peter loses the black suit. I mean, when uh, Eddie Brock gets the Venom suit. Yeah. From then until the end is uh, not great. And when Peter is dancing in a jazz club is not great. And let's see, how far can I go with this? I don't know. But there's a lot that says we need a reboot really fast. 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 Yes. So. Spider-Man 2 is so good that everything about 3 sucks. Mm, That is true. Spider-Man 2 is... Is it still top 5? It's definitely... It's it's definitely in there. It's in there somewhere. Top 10. Yeah. Yeah, Spider Man Two is really good, in my opinion. It it's definitely one of the best like pre MCU movies. Yes. Oh, it's definitely one of the best pre MCU. Like, you know, another thing about Spider Man Three is that the guy that killed Uncle Ben wasn't the guy that killed Uncle Ben, but in fact, it was really the Sandman. And then you're going to see another movie like, well, it wasn't really the Sandman, but it was the Sandman's twin brother, and Carl. And Oh, jeez, this is so stupid. God damn, Carl. For real. With Spider-Man 2, or X2, Spider-Man 2, X-Men 1, Spider-Man one. Yes. And, uh... Oh, never mind, shit. Blade's number one. Ah, Blade, yes. And Blade 2. Blade, Blade 2. 
Yeah, because so, X-Men one, you gotta get out of that spot. Yeah. Yeah, I would kick X-Men one out to bring in Blade. So would you would would you put Blade One as like the best or if we're are we doing pre these pre, are pre MCU. pre MCU. Okay, pre top MCU. Five. Pre MCU top five. Oh shit. Oh I'm gonna go Blade One. No. Okay. Counting backwards from five. All right. Uh, counting backwards from five. Blade two. Spider-Man one. X-Men two. Three. Spider-Man two. Two. One. Blade one. Blade. Yeah. That's pretty much how I would do it too. Yeah. Because Blade was just, it seemed so raw and so. It didn't seem like a superhero movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it didn't seem like a superhero movie, but it followed the comic book to a T and it, it followed the book. It It had great special effects, it had good acting. And uh, just some great fight scenes, and it started off with with a kick-ass uh, scene. So yeah, the blood, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Blade One, and uh, and yeah, it had uh, Donald Logue Log in there. What's his name? Donald Logue is in there. Yeah, he he does a really good job. Yeah, couldn't couldn't be killed. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but yeah, it was it was a damn good movie. That was a damn good movie. So, yeah, I'd give it that. I'd give it that. But now we've moved on, and uh, we got we got so many cool movies coming down the pike. You can't even. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I. How can you do a top ten with like every MCU? You know, you can't. You can't. You can. I can tell you the top ten movies with Iron Man in them, but yeah. Um. So to piggyback off of the Scott Jerickson thing, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's also a rumor that they might be doing a Disney Plus series based on Wong and Strange Academy. It's called Strange Academy. Uh, okay, so I would watch this. Okay, so did you watch Wednesday? Um, no. Is that good? Yeah, Wednesday's really good. But it has a, a Harry Potter feel, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what you do. You do... The uh, Wong, uh, the, the Strange Academy, but you do it from a Harry Potter perspective, right? Because Kamertaj is just as mystical as, uh, I don't know, platform number nine and a half, the Hogwarts, right? Sure. Yeah. No, I've never seen Harry Potter, so. 
Okay, okay. So Harry Potter, uh, they have this this place called Hogwarts, and it's where all the kids were, right? I I I, I know that much. Right. Well, so you have you have the uh, Doctor Strange takes place at Comertage, mm-hmm. and you have all these. You know, you could you could you could have Wong teaching these new kids how to be wizards and how to you know, and then. You set it up. The bad guy, of course, is going to be Mordo because Mordo already thinks there's too many wizards, right? So Mordo would make an even better villain than uh, Ray Fiennes. I can't remember his name. Uh, Voldemort. Good job. (laughs) And and, and it's from somebody who does much Harry Potter. Right. Uh, Well, America Chavez is a uh, guess is rumored to show up. Well, and, but it's it's good that she does because, as you could tell from Doctor Strange, she doesn't know how to harness her powers. So she could be like the guest of honor, where he's teaching her how to manage her multiverse powers, and then in every episode. You could you could have her be like, okay, you're gonna take this group to and to to another uh, multiverse, and you're going to do this mission, you know. And then what she's doing is she's trying to put the multiverse back together after uh, after it's been torn apart, right? Mm-hmm. So so what she's doing is she's doing these little these little tasks that are supposed to be, uh, you know. There's supposed to be no danger involved. And then when she gets there, it's like, oh, crap. And then she has to deal with some villain from, uh, you know, Marvel has tons of villains that uh, that you could throw into this thing that, you know, like she, she might have to fight a crappy villain, you know, like some uh, alternate MODOK or an alternate uh, Batroc the Leaper or the Wizard, you know, uh, the the wizard was supposed to be like a flash character mm-hmm. but he was dressed in piss yellow so why not call him the wizard <laughs> yeah why not make so much sense but uh but that's what you know she could she could go you know every every episode she's going to a different multiverse to try and to to mend it back together you know it's like all you got to do is do this one thing and it'll write the timeline. And so uh, what do you think about that pitch? Uh, that's good. But right. um, what, how would Wong fit into that show? Because he would be the one that starts off with, we've got a very important mission for you. You've got to put the timeline back together. Thank you. Only you know how to control the multiverse. Now get some. And then she'll come back and he'll be like, oh, I don't know what you're complaining about. The plumbing's been out for three weeks. You know, like, so. Yeah, that that, that is that's pretty good. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go back to my chambers. My friend is there. Her name is Cinnamon. The two M's. But I can't tell you where the other one is. Because it's oh. interesting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what was there her name on the show? 
What was that girl's name? Was it Cinnamon? No. No. Yeah. Uh, like crystal or something, but not how you spell it, or not the way it sounds. It's not, but it's not where you think it is. Yeah. It's it's cinnamon. It's it's Kenny with a Y, but not where you think it is. You know, where's the Y in my butt? Oh, yeah, oh. that's not where I thought it was. <clears throat> Uh, speaking of what we thought it was, but it's totally not. You know how we always thought um, John Krasinski was going to be Reed Richards? Sure. Well, apparently Adam Driver is the rumored frontrunner to play Reed Richards. I don't know how I feel about that, but I do know that you know, the fans kept saying, you know, Krasinski, Krasinski. So, like, Kevin Feige was like, yeah, shit, here he is. You know, and they threw him in there just to be that that uh, that multiverse, Reed Richards, just so, okay, now the fans can shut up. And because, you know, the worst part is the fans. Yeah. Really, the fans are stupid. Fans don't know what they want. You have to tell them what they want. So, I, but I will say this: Adam Driver looks nothing like Ray Richards, but he does have good acting chops. He does, and I think that they could they could work with him. You know, they could. Uh, by the time you you know you cut his hair and and put some good lighting on him and stuff. He looks less like, you know, uh, early years Howard Stern and more like a, a real actor. So I think he would actually be very good Doom. A very good what? Doom. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he kind of uh, showed that when he played uh, Darth Nihilus. I mean, uh, Darth Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, because he's got he's got that. He just looks like a bad guy. He looks like somebody who would punch a kid. He does. He does look like he's got something going on, uh, which means that they haven't cast uh, Reed just yet. And I feel that they normally the casting is pretty spot on. I mean, for the main characters, I don't give a shit about Chavez and, uh, you know, Captain Marvel and shit like that. But when it comes down to your Captain America, your Tony Stark, your Thor, your Hulk, I think that those the casting in those in those spots is dead on. And, you know, that's why it's so hard to say goodbye to Iron Man is because the casting was so good that, you know, you want to see more movies with. Iron Man. Yeah. You don't, you don't really want to see movies with Tom Cruise. <laughs> no, not, not not really. You know, I when I see a Tom Cruise movie, I'll I'll go see Top Gun or I'll go see, you know, whatever movie. Uh interview with the vampire. Sure. Yeah. 
top top five for Tom Cruise, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Top five Tom Cruise. Shit, that would be tough. You know, like. You say, yeah, you say a lot of good movies. Like, for me, like, I think Edge of Tomorrow is a great one. Um, like, War of the Worlds is great, but I don't know if it's, you know, uh, Good enough for the top top five, but then Night and Day. Night and Day is a great movie. It, that that really that's a great movie. Um, Mission Impossible. Well, two is good. Three is great. Four is really good. Um, five interview. What the five five is really good too. Yeah, actually, uh, six is really good too. Everything past uh, the first one is really good. Yeah. But yeah, Interview of the Vampire is really good. Um, I know he's made some other ones. Uh, Maverick is a great movie. Top Gun. Yeah. I know he's got some other stuff out there. Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. That's a lot of fun. That's a good one. Uh, um, I, don't, I wouldn't say a far and away. No, it's that one's okay. It's not fantastic. Legend. That one's okay. It's not fantastic. Tim Tim Curry is the best part of that movie. Yeah. Um. Would you say Outsiders is a Tom Cruise movie? No. No, that one's more of a C. Thomas Howell, uh, Patrick Swayze, Ralph Macchio movie. But, um, uh, oh, Jerry Maguire. That's a great movie. That is a good movie. Rain Man's okay. It's kind of depressing. Uh, he uh, he made some movies with uh, Nicole Kidman. Eyes Wide, Eyes Wide Shut. Shut. That's that's not great. It's it's not as good. It's a lot of hype. Uh, he made the movie Cocktail. That's a lot of fun. That's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Risky Bit. I mean, it's, it was one of his first movies, so I guess it was you know it was a good movie. He made a movie called Losing It, where uh, him and uh, Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, go down to Mexico to get Spanish fly so they can get laid, and uh, and they run into Shelley Long, who is uh, a wife. She ran away from her husband, and so uh, they're all hanging out in Mexico together. And it's kind of a weird movie, but they end up losing it. it well, because they're talking about losing their virginity. That's what losing it is. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, but that was like Tom Cruise's first movie, so it's like he is like fresh out of high school Tom Cruise on this thing. Mm. And Jackie Earl Haley still looks like Freddy Krueger. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, Rorschach. Yeah, he still looks like Rorschach. 
<laughs> with their shades or without. What's that? You say with his face or without? Oh, wow. When you take his mask off, he's like, give me back my face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, Tom Cruise had some hits. His mummy wasn't bad. I mean, you know, if it was an action movie, not a mummy movie. Yeah. And not a Tom Cruise movie. Right. Uh, for some reason, that girl who, who's the mummy. Yeah. She's. I would like to have sex with her. <laughs> with her scissor feet on from. Uh, yeah. From Kick Ass. Yeah, so she can cut. Yeah, Kingsman. Yeah. Yeah, she might cut off my leg. I don't know. That's, hey. that's, what, that's what's erotic about it. Uh, that might be part of the fun. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if she's going to cut something off or what. Yeah, I'll take that chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are we done with this week's BJ? I think what's time to zip it up. Okay. Turn it into a Tom. Turn into a Tom. Okay. <laughs> Let's get a chicken burrito. That's right. That was Marvel DJ. We gave you all the news the MCU, and now we're on our way. We talked about she hulk and the mighty Thor, and now I'm done and my mouth is sore. That was it, and now we're done. That was Marvel DJ. <laughs> In the last bit of news, yeah, I, I mean it's not very earth-shattering, but I thought it was interesting to report on. Do you hear Vince McMahon is coming back? I heard that uh, that he's coming back, and he's is he coming back to sell the WWE or what's what's he coming back? I think he's coming back because he's the Perpetual owner, so you he, you can't sell unless he's back in power. So that's okay. what I think he's coming back for to get back in power and sell. And there's they're they're saying there's a couple of different people that uh, that he could sell to, and one of them is the Fox side of Disney. Yeah. Yeah, those are uh, Comcast. Yeah, NBC. Yeah, so uh, well, hopefully, it'd be fine if if NBC bought it. It's already on the Peacocks, right? So, yeah, but they really don't have to tone down what they're doing if they get bought out by Disney because they're already PG. Already, so yeah, I mean, so the, the product is ready, and and the fan base has already been built, and the the uh, you know the uh, merchandise is that's right up Disney's alley. They, they love merchandise, you know. Yeah. So, and if anything, you know, Disney could take you know the characters and. You know, make a movie about Kane and the Undertaker. You know, you you don't need the wrestlers. You could just do you know animation. You yeah. know, or do stories about Bray Wyatt. You know, or or a character called Jake the Snake. 
you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the guy, but maybe it's something, you know, something else, you know, <clears throat> like Wong's Pleasure Palace. Yeah. It's not what I'm talking about. I've got whores, of course, but no, that's a commentage. Oh, sanctum. Unless you're ready to party. Thank you. But I was like, if Disney is by WWE, it's like well, they have they have everything. They have Star Wars. They have Marvel. They have John Cena. Whoa. Yeah, they would have everything. Yeah, and and they would just have this great monopoly of stuff. Yeah. I don't know why they don't build a like Disneyland land Disneyland in like the middle of the country. You know, because you have Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida, you need to have a place in the middle where people can go. Uh, it's not too far, you know what I mean? They do. They have uh, like Silver Dollar City and Dolly Land. Like Disney doesn't have but anything. It's not quite the same. If you have like a dis, if you have the Disney name backing it up, people will go. I agree, but I think that Disney doesn't want to spread themselves like that. They they would rather have one on each coast, and then you know uh, people can go to those places because. You have in California, you have sunshine 90% of the time. In Florida, you have sunshine 90% of the time. And everything in between has cold and wet 75% of the time. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, did you hear that we're going to get a Six Flags here? In in Las Vegas? Yeah. Shut years. No. Where are they going to build it? Henderson? Um, they I haven't heard that yet, but they said they are going to make, there is plans of developing the Six Flags in Nevada and Vegas. That's a bad idea. <laughs> if they do it indoor, that would be a good idea. It's going to have to, I mean, could you imagine Oh, let's go to Six Flags in Las Vegas. And then you jump on a metal roller coaster in 110 degree heat and your ass is fried like a Burger King Whopper by the time you get off of that thing. Yeah. Flame broiled. <laughs> Flame broiled. That's right. I got a school of guppies swimming around in my underwear. Nobody believes me. Well, that's great. That's uh, that's really cool. That's that's just what Vegas needed was a Six Flags. Yeah, <laughs> and more and to combine it with the horrors and booze and everything. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys got no water. Lake Mead is down to uh, a thimble full of water, but uh, but okay. Yeah. Let's build some more shit. Let's build some more shit. Keep those fountains going. Um. You got anything else? Oh, no, I'm good. good? (laughs) I blew my wad with Brian Johnson.
<laughs> that part back, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, take us out. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Morning Woodruff. You can catch this and other episodes on Spotify and the Anchor app, Apple Music. And you can also catch uh, us on YouTube and Facebook. And if you see us on Facebook or YouTube, like us and tell your friends. And if you don't have any friends, make some. Until next time, take care of each other. Enjoy your coffee. See you later, guys.